Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Eddie Curry, Hubert Davis, Joey Devine, Kylo Quinn, the Mormons for Men, Eddie Lee Wilkins. John Keen, Cole Aldrich, Pablo Frigioni, Patreons, JP Gale, thank you JP, Eric Gunderson, thank you Eric, Jordan Smith, Thank you, Jordan. Listen to Brigham Young Money. Musical guest television. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi. It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And in case you're wondering if why uh, the ghost of Don Pardo sounded a little rushed there, it's because I was writing the Patreon names as he was saying them. Wow, you, uh, you're really pulling back. <laughs> pulling the, the curtain back. That voice you're hearing is America's Uncle Dad, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. By the way, all those people listed besides the band television are on. The New York Knicks all-time top 10 in some category. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The band television is probably on the New York Knicks. They, top 10. They're actually ninth in offensive. Many <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Sean, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Freelancing, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you're constantly freelancing. 
I freelance all the time, baby. You're 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 freelancing now for uh, uh, Golden State of Mind. That's true. Um, and Yard Barker. Yeah, that's correct. Am I forgetting one? Do you? Is no. there any other? Wasn't there? Okay, never mind. I won't pull back a curtain on something that might have not happened. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, there's another job that's gonna start soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. Um, Sean, are you excited? It's, I, I don't know why I'm making it a mystery. It's a it's a blog about the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Um, Sean, <laughs> as a San Francisco, as a uh, future San Francisco Giants blogger. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you enjoying all the Aaron Judge talk about how uh, Aaron Judge is the true home run king because he didn't cheat or whatever, uh, and also he's white, and that's what baseball wants? Yeah, they, they want a white champ, baby. <laughs> yeah, they, they want, want somebody from Stanford game. University. <laughs> they want a big six-foot-seven mutant. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were talking about uh, how the Giants are going to be Link to him until he inevitably signs somewhere else, and then they'll be. Uh, oh, you mean when they when he signs with the Colorado choice. Rockies? Uh, I mean, who, yeah. whoever it is. Uh, that was the Bryce Harper story, the Chris Bryant. So I, I, the Giants are great at coming in second. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm enjoying the countdown. It is. Uh, it's pretty forced. I got to say. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, man. People just. Uh, don't like baseball as much as I did 25 years ago, and it's uh, it's hard to fake it. <laughs> it's, um, uh, also, right? don't you kind of feel like it's being like spoken into existence? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, it is in New York City, baby, though. So, <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? The city that never sleeps. Hey, he got the judge, caught the babe. The um, ju- judge caught the babe. Um, all right, uh, that's the enough baseball talk. Uh, another question for you about your freelance work mm-hmm. Are you excited to uh, watch the Golden State Warriors play the Washington Wizards? In a preseason game in Tokyo, Japan, at 3 a.m. your time on Friday, yeah, I might even I might even just live live do it for the Patreon. Like, I might I just was be actually, me. I am so stoked. <laughs> I am so stoked. I cannot. I cannot explain how excited I am to watch a Golden State Warriors play Rui Hachimura at 3 a.m. on Friday night, Sean. It's sick. I have a sickness. Yeah, well, I mean, do you, I mean, you know why these teams are there, right? Well, Rui Hachimura. Mm-hmm. And, then, and Rakuten. And Rakuten, yeah. Yes, um, the Warriors, the Warriors jersey sponsor and practice, practice facility sponsor, the Amazon of Japan. Yeah. Uh, also, That's what they call it. Uh, in things we love to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Sugar from BTS... Uh, came to visit the Warriors, was holding a uh, Warriors jersey. They made him a Warriors jersey. Is that uh, just because it's they still live in Korea, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, I assume I guess they not have that far to go. Yeah. I, well, also, didn't the Warriors have like some kind of record label where they signed one K pop guy to? Yeah, maybe but he they're was the trying guy. to maybe they're trying to sign Sugar for his uh solo album. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> If anybody can do it, it's it's I mean, like look, they're either gonna sign with I mean, right, wait, who who were his choices, right? 
Columbia Records mm-hmm. or Golden State <laughs> Entertainment. Um, yeah, their first single, of course, we all know, uh, Wheels Up by K-pop mm-hmm. star Bam Bam, uh, featuring mm-hmm. hip-hop artist Mason. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Golden State Entertainment's been putting together, huh, this is, uh, a little weird billboard only has the one story mm-hmm. about golden state entertainment i'm sure it's fine anyway <laughs> um do you think okay so but weirdly this bts picture of sugar was tweeted from the bt holding a golden state uh warriors jersey featuring the word sugar and the number three on the back yeah um, was tweeted not from the Warriors account, but the BTS account. Um, so, yeah, well, they they had to pay for that, right? <laughs> well, my question for you, Sean, is is this the Golden State Warriors? Is this a part of um, the uh, contract negotiations with Jordan Poole, where they were like, "We'll replace you with Sugar, with sugar. BTS. That's, that's, We've that, given that him exactly... your number already." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, uh, all right, I did not expect to talk about this this long. Some business off the top. Uh-huh. Uh, roundrockpod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at roundrockpod is our Twitter. Call us on the phone at the number in the description of the episode. We want to hear how mad you are about the things we said in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we, we love always getting, want to do that. And we love getting calls on the phone because uh, it reminds us of uh, our salad days in the Babysitter's Club. Um, also, <laughs> I mean, we're still both babysitters. Yeah. Uh, also, um, uh, we are we're debuting a new T-shirt shortly uh, to kick off the season. Um, so keep an eye on our uh, t-shirt store at the uh, in the description of the episode. And finally, patreon.com slash roundrockpod is where you can watch uh, a sleepless Sean Keen watching the Golden State Warriors at 3 a.m., which I will also be watching. But you know yes. what? I find watching the Golden State Warriors to be the one personal thing I enjoy and will not share it with you sickos. Um, yeah, I'm going to be up pretty late on Thursday, too. It's going to it's gonna be bad. Um, all right. Uh, Sean, should we go to the news? Yeah. Uh, did I get all the business? Oh, five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, it's weird they only allow you to do five stars, but... Uh, them's the breaks, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna fight it. I'm gonna fight Apple. That guy's CEO has Thanksgiving dinner with Kevin Durant. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Alright, Sean. What's our top story? Well, I'm excited about this as much as you are, Joey. DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. former number one draft pick, Phoenix Sun star. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't talked to Coach Monty Williams since game seven of the second round. 
Um, well, <laughs> Sean, I think you're selling this story wrong because the okay. way I would have sold this story is we have a new most depressed man in the NBA and his <laughs> oh, name is man. DeAndre Ayton. Oh, um, boy. Okay. These quotes have been um, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're. I they're have a, a clip. Bummer. The sound's not great, but let's hear it anyway. Yeah. Have you and Monty kind of been able to move? I haven't spoken to Monty. No, I haven't spoken to him at all. Ever since the game. So, not, not even. Not even. Oh, but that game is very good. So? I'm here. Yep, that's right. Yep. He's here. Um, are you happy? Are you happy? Oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> um, and then they asked if he was happy to be there, and he said, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> uh, now, Monty Williams said that there's a number of guys he hadn't talked to, and he thought that the guys needed a break from him. Uh, but those guys didn't have a public argument with him and then try to sign with a different team mm -hmm. because, uh, the racist owner wouldn't give him a max extension, <laughs> even though he was the number one pick of the draft and uh -huh. went to the NBA finals. Um, he's bummed, Joey. He is. Uh, I want to like, look, I, <laughs> I want to say DeAndre Ayton is bummed because he's back to work at a job that he hates. But uh -huh. I know that's a lie, Sean. You know why DeAndre Ayton is so bummed? Because the Ooh. new because Call of Duty Warzone 2's beta is over and it's oh, not that's it's really not... what's going on here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Um, wow, I didn't I didn't realize um, that. Yeah, uh, they think they're, they think they're, he's, he's just, all he can think about is whether they're going to get rid of Rebirth Island or not. Oh. Um, video game jokes, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, so he got benched from game seven when, after the Suns were already just getting boat raced mm -hmm. yeah. by the Mavericks. And you were on a mountain. I was on a mountain when that happened. The mountain. You were on the mountain. <laughs> I was on the mountain. Uh, America's mountain. Well, Nepal's mountain, yeah. but... I was on the mountain when that happened, so I was just surprised, and I thought the altitude had ruined my sports app. Mm -hmm. I'm like, the Suns can't be down 30 in the first half. And they and were. They were. <laughs> um, but yeah, the two days before that game, ESPN put out such a depressing story, I mm -hmm. thought. You yep. read that one, right? Yeah, where he played that, video games about uh, 16 hours a day, I believe. Yeah, it was all, it was, yeah, he would like go to bed at 3 a.m. and wake up at 7 to game more. Mm -hmm. And like in the middle of that, he casually was like, yeah, I mean, I have a child now, too. And it was like, oh, <laughs> it's like showing off the bling for his. There's something weird about an NBA player who plays 2K all the time, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. <laughs> I will say, unless... And, like, the player okay. he has is... So, yeah, go ahead. Look, this is also a one of the most depressed men in the NBA, but I will say, I do respect Kevin Durant's 2K behavior. Do you know what his deal is? No. He's he, plays, does he just play as himself all No, the time? he only plays as LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's funny. <laughs> 
It's a, it's a funny thing to do. Yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, but playing as yourself in 2K, that's got to be a bummer. Like, look, one time when they first debuted it, I scan. I tried to scan my face into 2K because did you know you can do that, Sean? Oh, you can as a normal how person. Does, how does that look? It looks horrible. It doesn't work. <laughs> but I, I tried say, to do it, and have, it looked all it looked all fucked up. You but, don't have like a weird 3D camera in those like ping pong ball things, right? No, you have to you you like take you hold your phone and basically do like panoramic mode on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't work. And also, as I was doing it, I was like, I don't want this. Like, I, I don't, when I play 2K, my dream isn't that I'm in the NBA. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right, right. Like, <laughs> my dream is to be a completely different person. <laughs> uh huh. Like, I thought it's funny when, like, you could unlock programmers from the old Showtime game, NBA Jam and Showtime games. Or the Beastie like, Boys. Yeah. Bill that's Clinton. like. <laughs> Yeah, or uh, yeah, like a, the 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 Toronto Ma- Raptors mascot with a yeah. giant head. But if it was or me, Wolverine I'd... in um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, every day he played four or five hours, and also he played with man. Was it the Suns? He reached NBA Two K Legend status mm-hmm. because he reached level forty for four seasons. Yeah. He's the only play. Aiden believes he's the only NBA player to become a legend. I don't know how I did it this year because I got a child, but I did it. Aiden <laughs> said. Um. All right. Enough DeAndre. Uh, yeah, he, played, he has. By the way, he has ten different DeAndre Aidens that he plays with at different oh, positions, great. which is uh, all. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> uh, enough DeAndre Aiden. Um, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Like that... he's. I just hope these interviews continue because they're hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I well, yeah, do... he yeah he can't be traded until January fifteenth. Well, by I, the way. there's another <laughs> disgruntled Suns person that we need to bring oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me just finish the eight thing real quick. Sure. Uh, it's just hilarious to me that he legally cannot be traded for four more months. Mm-hmm. So we do have a lot of these interviews to look for, and he has a uh, complete no trade clause for the entire mm-hmm. season. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be using that, though. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's like he has a four year deal now, like that he did. It's different than Kevin Durant having a four year deal that he relates to. DeAndre Aiden, like signed a deal under duress. Mm-hmm. It's oh, my God. It's going to be great in Phoenix, especially because of. Uh, Jay Crowder once out. <laughs> the man who once uh, admitted a failed marriage proposal on Twitter. Well, I mean, I would say, look, here's the thing about Jay Crowder. He does, he does some real embarrassing stuff. But what He's I will, one. what I will say about Jay Crowder is, I feel like his vibes specifically <laughs> are what counters the Chris Paul vibes on the Suns. Don't you think? Like, uh, he's like doing fun, uh, fun dances. He's wearing uh-huh. the T-shirt of people saying "fuck him." Um, yeah, I mean, no one, no <laughs> one can. T- he's not afraid of anybody. Yeah, he maybe should be, but, <laughs> but also like he is in the unique group. I would say it's like him, Dylan Brooks, 
No, 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 no. Oh, I'm thinking okay. of I'm thinking of guys who have like gone up against LeBron and like ultimately defeated him. Oh, uh, Deshaun Stevenson. Like Deshaun Stevenson, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder, and like Soldier Boy, I guess <laughs> by proxy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't consider the Warriors to have done that. You know what I mean? Well, um, I, I feel like Draymond Green was on that list until he smartly. Uh, until LeBron smartly converted him. Yeah, and now they own <laughs> a pickleball a team. Yeah. Well, now they own a pickleball team together, Joey. <laughs> By the way, uh, the the so LeBron, Draymond Green, and Kevin Love bought a pickleball franchise. Okay. In okay. one of three professional <laughs> pickleball leagues in America, there's three, Joey. I'm gonna uh, say that was a Kevin Love idea, and they were like, <laughs> "Sure, dude." <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mav Carter's an, an investor too, the president of Spring Hill. But also, um, there's there's one other connection. <laughs> there's one of the twelve. Somehow they're expanding from twelve to sixteen, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is and there's a rivalry between uh, the Professional Pickleball Association and uh, Major League Pickleball, which is the no, yeah, which is their group. And if you if you play anywhere else but the PPA, you're banned. It's like the PGA mm-hmm. Tour and live. Uh, anyway, the only other athlete-owned team is a uh, tennis player James Blake mm-hmm. owns a team. You're beautiful. He, yeah. That's him, right? <laughs> yeah, that's he him, sang that's that him. song. All right, he won good. Wimbledon. Uh, he won and Wimbledon his... and sang the "You're Beautiful" song. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, his his co-owner is uh, Mark Lazary. Oh, great! The, oh, the, oh, the gotta the love, gotta dog. love when a creep owns multiple things. Um, I do not understand why all these. Billionaires are probably back, pickleball. Sean, we're way sorry, off base. I'm off. sorry. Back to Jay, Jay Crowder, Crowder because yes. I want to talk about something specific <laughs> yeah, that this leads into, which is so Jay Crowder wants out. Uh, he sort of seems like the fun vet that maybe counters. Uh, he's maybe the good cop to uh, Chris Paul's bad cop on the Suns yeah. a little bit. Um, he's going to get traded, uh, but. What I want, the reason I want to bring this up is I want to ask you, Sean, is it me or are there like an inordinate number of good teams last year having extremely bad vibes right now? Like more than ever. Yeah, we're going to get into it a little bit later on this. We have a question about one of the terrible vibes. Uh Yes, like like um like the Suns specifically, specifically the Suns. two teams yeah. in this division have had unbelievably terrible fights. Uh-huh. This okay, summer. we'll talk to we'll ta- all right, we'll move on. But, but the but, Suns but just in ge- the Suns in general, like the Sarver thing, uh-huh. um Aiton. Uh-huh. Crowder Chris now. Paul, Chris Paul's just whole like his whole general <laughs> thing. Well, um, I said and didn't I, Devin Booker get dumped this summer? I don't know. I don't remember that. But Devin Booker is in like, I don't think anything bothers Devin Booker. We saw we saw his reaction to the uh, (laughs) to the the season getting canceled while he was on Twitch. Just being like, whoa, crazy, bro. All right. Let's keep playing. Uh (laughs) I'm just I'm just saying Chris Paul, Robert Sarver, Jay Crowder. I guess they told DeAndre him he might Aiden, not yeah. start, and yeah. he and uh, and then Kendall Jenner dumps Devin Booker. Uh-huh. That all happened in the last three months. Mm-hmm. It's it's rough, man. They're gonna yeah. really need a lot out of uh, 
Dario Saric. I'm just, year. I'm just saying. Look, every it's Chris Paul, bad every Chris Paul team, the vibes start going down in year three. But this one uh-huh. is like for unprecedented reasons. <laughs> yeah, like these are like. <laughs> What, what the odor was showing everybody his dick and using the n-word like a kardashian dumped a guy like like i don't i i don't have any problem with cam johnson but like it doesn't really feel like they have so much depth that they can just mm-hmm. throw jay crowder away i don't know like maybe i mean they got damian lee so that's he's a winner he's a good vibes guy too he is a good vibes guy i also bet josh akogi's a good vibes guy um i am not sure about that one joey well fair enough all right man that was he didn't come from a good vibe situation (laughs) i don't know he learned from the best though ricky rubio all right uh the best vibes man um sean what's our next story our next story is Kyrie Irving said he gave up four year. No, we're not doing this. We're okay. not doing this. Yep. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. What's your next story? Uh, Andre Iguodala is back, Joey. Oh, you know what? Um, and so is the Point Forward the Point podcast. Forward podcast is also back for one more season. Um, they had a very weird announcement video where they great. both got very so dressed good. up, but it was also <laughs> like no one planned at all what they were going to say. <laughs> it was really weird. Congrats on the Point Forward podcast, our our uh, our sister podcast in the NBA uh, yeah. in the NBA um, star. Verse. All right, um, Sean. What's well, it's our- a pod. It's a podcast named after something Don Nelson invented. So we mm-hmm. are in yep. favor of it. Um. All right. Oh, Sean. Actually, I'll bring that up later. We're going to talk about that team. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, I have a, I have a fun thing I want to happen. Anyway, uh, Sean. What's our next story? Uh, CJ Young Sheldon McCollum mm-hmm. signed a two year extension with New Orleans through twenty twenty six. Joey, I'm just I'm just gonna be quick about this. Uh, I like this move. Yeah, uh, I like CJ McCollum not on the Portland Trailblazers, and I weirdly like that Pelicans team. But we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, yeah, yeah. But basically, it was just like I like it because it's the opposite of what a lot of teams do, where they potentially had a lot of cap space in two years, mm-hmm. and they were just like, we're just gonna keep a grown up around. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Sean, guess what? Yeah. Trades. That's right, we're talking about trades. Slash cap space URLs, you remember? We talk about cap space all the time in the program. Slash cap space, let them know that you came from us. Limited time only, terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. If you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. 
ZipRecruiter.com slash LowPost, L-O-W-E Post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. All right, Sean, what's our move? It's a big one, Joey. Atlanta has traded Maurice Moe Harkless to Oklahoma City for Vit Krejci. It's Krejci. Krejci? Yeah, Vit Krejci, yeah. Vit Krejci and a 2029 second round pick plus... Uh, now, Joe, we, we both know that they the Hawks already owed Oklahoma City a 2025 oh, second rounder do. for facilitating the Danilo Gallinari side and trade. Well, Joey, that used to be 31 to 55 protected. Mm-hmm. Now it's only protected two through pick 40. Wow. And um, uh, Joey, here's the thing. Atlanta was above the luxury tax threshold. Mm-hmm. Now they're below it. Sean. Yeah. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like this move for the Atlanta Hawks? Um, yes, I guess I do. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they weren't going to play. They didn't actually want Mo Harkless. He had, he wasn't really on their team. I mean, so they, I guess. You might, as well, you might as well not pay the luxury tax. I just would rather have, have, an, have an actual NBA player on my roster if I'm, like, trying to be good. Yeah, but he's uh, he's not he's not good. He's better than Vit Krejci. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, like like he's. I mean, it, it, you look if you look at the Hawks' depth chart, mm-hmm. they're just they're they they have Jalen Johnson. They have like a a dude they picked in the first round like a year ago or something. I mean, Moharkless just is a really really bad offensive player. Yeah, but he's like a he's like a, a fine seven minute a night guy. Um, right, but I, I wouldn't, I would, I, I just mean like, if he's playing seven minutes a night, who cares? Like they have, they have a pretty fall roster. Sure. That's all I'm saying. I some guess... te- some teams, I would say, sure, but really, really, it just means they're they're gonna play Jalen Johnson and. I don't, I don't know. I just would be they, like the twelfth man. On the they team. didn't even play Jalen Johnson at all last year. I it just I just hate this shit where it's like, oh, it's like the luxury tax is so punitive for me, a billionaire, that I'm gonna make my team worse. That I'm trying to that I'm like forcing my GM to make good two years earlier and we're trading everybody because we can't sign them because of the luxury tax. I just hate it. I mean, I, I, I agree. I agree with you in theory, but he just, he just wasn't really on the team. They just, he was, he was just the ballast for the first round pick that came along with the Kings. I mean, Oh, I get it. I just, uh, you know, I just don't, I just don't think he's really any good. You know what I mean? Like he can play defense, but he's like, he's a terrible offensive player. Mm Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's all. I, in general, I do agree with you. Just in this particular case, uh, sure. it's so. And also, I don't really understand like that Oklahoma City is going to like buy him out now. I guess. Uh, yeah, they got more picks, bro. I guess and it is so. <laughs> I guess you know what they didn't have any extra picks in 2029 before this. So, uh-huh. so Sam Presti can now like sleep at night. A well, little and bit. also Mo Harkless is. The kind of guy who's like, 
good enough where you could get another second rounder out of the Kings or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, look, he did sign like he's on a deal that it's not like it's not like he's just been like kicking around on the end of a contract. No, I mean he has been on like six different teams. No, he's like Jamichael Green. He's like one of these guys who's like good enough where he's clearly an NBA player, but not good enough to stay on the same team for a year. Well, I mean, I I just mean like the Kings legitimately gave him like a two year, nine or whatever million dollar contract a year ago. Mm-hmm. They just uh, they just was... wanted free Kevin Herter. I guess they gave him that deal two years. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean he's they yeah he is an NBA player. It's just yeah he's good know, he's decent. He's, he needs to be on a crappier team, Joey. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. He's, I just well, I'm he's just a saying. six he's a six seven power forward who just really cannot do anything on offense. I'm just saying the Hawks just went from Kevin Herter to Mo Harkless to Vit Krejci while also like claiming they want to contend. Do you know what I'm saying? Do yeah, you see yeah. my problem here? <laughs> I, I get I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> But they're also definitely gonna like, release. They're trading the- a house for a paperclip so they can save some money. <laughs> it is. It is true. I do think that uh, they they do now have uh, the room to like sign a buyout person too, though, because Vic wow. Krejci will be released in January <laughs> before his contract becomes fully guaranteed. But isn't a buyout guy like the same as Mo Harkless? That's sort of my point. Like. <laughs> I don't know. It's dumb. I hate this league. All right. Anyway, dunked on brain. Eat shit, you fucking rich assholes. Anyway, the Atlantic Division, speaking of rich assholes, it's time for our preview. Uh, uh, Hosting our Atlantic Division preview is, of course, me, Joey Devine. Introduce yourself, Sean. Uh, Me, Sean Keen. And, of course... This is Josh Giddy. Um, and here is our Atlantic division. Uh, Sean, our first team was, of course, the New York Knicks. Last year, what they went 37 and 45. Their expected win-loss record was 41 and 41, so they were way worse than they were supposed to be. Uh, you're never gonna believe this, but a Tom Thibodeau team that played uh, Alec Burks for like 38 minutes a game had an offensive rank of 22, Sean. Their defensive mm-hmm. rank was, of course, because they're a Tom Thibodeau team, fine, 11. Um, Josh Giddy, run us to the next uh, portion of our... Um, uh... Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. All right, Sean, what did they add? Uh, they added a couple of, couple of premium free agents. Jalen Brunson from the Dallas Mavericks and big man Isaiah Hartenstein. Mm-hmm. Hartenstein's monster. Yeah. And, oh, you're right. That's actually his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, uh, they, Sean. The monsters. The, it, actually, the doctor's name is Hartenstein. The, the, the yeah, player's name is Hartenst- the monster. The monster, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and they also got rookie Trevor Keels out of Duke. Mm, don't like that name. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Sean, what no good Dolan haters are out? Uh, Campbell Walker, Alec mm-hmm. Burks, Nerlens Noel, and improbably enough, Taj Gibson. Wow, what a he's playing for someone else, <laughs> not Tom, and, and it's not just released. He's on another team. 
Mm-hmm. But we'll get to them later. <laughs> um, all right, Sean. Uh, I mean, Josh. My team is always staying fresh. All right, Sean. What was the, what were the best and worst moves of their offseason? Uh, I like them getting Isaiah Hardenstein. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird because uh, it felt like they didn't really need him exactly. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't really that expensive, and now they have him, and it kind of rules to have Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein. Like, neither one of them, what I feel like, is a guaranteed 25 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that move a lot. They're, like, exactly the same age almost, too. Um, and then, yeah, go ahead. I think their best move was probably... I don't know, not trading for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> what uh I think the worst I think the worst move might have been to give a weird <laughs> deadline to the Utah Jazz. Uh-huh. When yeah. uh they actually had like two months to yeah, just I would say stand. their best move was <laughs> not trading for Kyrie Irving, and their worst move was not trading for Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, like I don't I, I'm kind. I kind of get not trading for Donovan Mitchell, but just not with all the lead up that preceded it. You know what I mean? Like they. I just really don't <laughs> think I, forcing Utah. I mean, forcing uh, New York Knicks fans to watch more Evan Fournier is. It should. It's like a war crime. It's just. It's. <laughs> it's. It just felt like they were. Um, it's weird because it's like a mature, we've talked about this, but it feels like it's the Knicks being mature, but in a way that didn't make any sense because they actually were like, they were doing the things you would normally do for like a normal, not a crazy team that has a bizarre presentation where the GM looks like he's dead when you've got LeBron coming in. Instead, they were just like, we're going to hire a coach this guy likes. Mm-hmm. Hey, his age, his old agent's going to be the president of the team. It's a slam dunk. And then they were like, you have two hours to make this trade. <laughs> <laughs> and even if even if it was like, I mean, they still have the picks, but just it was just such a weird way to go about it that it's even if it wasn't a mistake, it certainly looked like a mistake. You know, it's, it was a mistake. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Josh Giddy, take us to um, the section of the room where we answer questions. <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All, all right, right, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, what are your we... questions here? <laughs> well, this I'm going to give you uh I'm going to give you two. I'm going to do these out of order. Here we go. Okay. And then you have a complicated question. Third. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, will Tom Thibodeau be the coach of the New York Knicks at the end of this season? Oh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Wait, by the end of this season? Yes. But they're going to fire him this summer. Okay. I think that's, I think that's fair. I think so too. Cause he's got, he actually has three years left on his deal. Joey. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they'll eat two, but yeah. just like for on principle, right? They're not. I mean, I don't. I don't know if he's going to fire. Yeah, it depends on what happens. Like they, if they don't make the playoffs, he will be fired this summer. But I don't think he'll be fired in season. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Joey. Who will be the next famous person 
banned from Madison Square Garden? I mean, Rick Rubin. Ooh, that's pretty good. Because he won't wear shoes, but it's just because he refuses to wear shoes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's I not for it, anything he did to Dolan. Um, <laughs> I think I think it'll be John McEnroe, and it's because of a misunderstanding. He's I just think like, if they banned, if they fully banned Spike Lee or John McEnroe, I think that would actually be the last straw, and there would well, be I, like a literal riot. I think um, I think what's going to happen is John McEnroe is just kind of doing his shtick. Mm-hmm. And he yells, you cannot be serious. He doesn't realize Dolan's there. And Dolan, like, stands up. And Johnny Mac ends up yelling it in his mm-hmm. face. And then he gets banned. Actually, Maybe you know. Maybe it's not permanent. But... I, I lied. Uh, there's a very obvious person that's next to get banned. It's David Duchovny. Ooh, and it's yeah. for jerking off somewhere inside. <laughs> it's just, he's addicted. <laughs> um, and it's like, wow, look at, uh, look at Obi Thompson. I gotta go. I'll be right back. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Joey. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna... Okay. The Knicks have five players born between the summer of Woodstock 99 Mm -hmm. and 9-11. Okay. Uh, And now let me tell you this. They have a lot of people that are Woodstock 99 adjacent. Uh, Quentin Rose was born in January of 98, which is Mm -hmm. days before... Uh, Weird Al got LASIK surgery and changed his look. Uh, Obi Toppin was born in March of 98, which was exactly one week after Kelsey Grammer hosted the Grammy Awards. Uh, Mitchell Robinson was born a month later, two days before the Red Hot Chili Peppers fired Dave Navarro. And then Isaiah Hartenstein was born in May of 98, which is 17 days after the first VH1 Divas Live concert. Mm So it's a young team. Okay, so here are the the players born between summer of 99. Sorry, Woodstock 99 and 9-11. I want you to rank them in order of how much you like them and then also choose a Woodstock 99 band for them. Okay. Okay. Your players are, in order of age, Emmanuel Quickly, Garrison Brooks, Cam Reddish, RJ Barrett, and Miles Deuce McBride. Okay. Um, I don't know who Garrison Brooks is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. So he's last. <laughs> um, and so I need to pick a Woodstock '99 band that I don't know who they are, which is weirdly going to be difficult. Um, so Garrison <laughs> Brooks is whoever King Conga is. You know what? You can leave. Yeah, you can leave him <laughs> out. Actually. He hasn't really played for them. He might, yeah. You, you could leave him out, but King Konga, okay, uh-huh. okay. Uh, who's your next favorite? Okay, um, my so well, I'm going from least favorite to most, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think I got to put R.J. Barrett at the bottom here. Oh, okay. Um. Of these guys, he's my least favorite. He's really boring. Um, he's like a fine NBA player. I don't think he's ever going to be an all-star, but he'll be like a pretty decent starter for like the rest of his life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's Canadian. So who is a very Canadian? Well, I hate that I have to do this. Because I actually like this band, and I don't like uh, R.J. Barrett, but he's the tragically hip. 
Oh um, wow! The most Canadian, one of the most Canadian bands. Yeah, it's uh, hard to it's hard yeah. to get much <laughs> more Canadian. Well, uh, I'm, I apologize. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to Gord Downey. <laughs> All right, sorry, Gord, Gord Downey. I'm sorry. Um, R.I.P. Gord Downey. Um. Anyway, who's okay? So next, Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. I really do not. I don't like Cam Reddish, but I like him. Yeah, he's at least more exciting than uh uh R.J. Barrett to me. Now, who is Cam Reddish? So Cam Reddish is someone we thought was going to be exciting and then turned out really bad. Um, so somebody. Cam Reddish is Everclear. Oh, man. Okay. Because, cause look, when Santa Monica first came out, it's like a great karaoke track, mm-hmm. like a decent alternative rock radio song, yeah. and then it was just diminishing returns from there, right? Yeah, he was really upset about his father. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he never quite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Who do I like more, Deuce McBride or Emmanuel Quickly? I'm going Emmanuel Quickly next. And it has nothing to do with Emmanuel Quickly because I think he's kind of cool and fun. But I also think Knicks fans have, like, greatly overrated him. And I'm, Mm -hmm. like, a season away from hating him based solely (laughs) on how Knicks fans talk about him. Okay. And... (laughs) Emmanuel Quickly, to me, is for sure... Wait, John Entwistle played the emerging artist stage of Woodstock 99? What? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, sorry. Um, the bassist from The Who? The bassist from The Who, yeah. Who was 55 years old? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Muse also played oh, wow. the emerging artist stage of Woodstock 99. You think those guys hang out? <laughs> um. I'm going to (laughs) say, so someone who I was kind of excited by, but then ended up hating. Wow. This is also, this also would be a good Everclear answer. I have, I have a a font. Uh, Go ahead. No, you go ahead. What What about about live? (laughs) I was going to say the offspring. Oh, okay. Emmanuel quickly is the offspring because again, uh, what's gonna make him annoying to me is how obnoxious Knicks fans are talking about him, and uh, that no one made more obnoxious music than The Offspring in 1999. Yeah, that's a good point because uh, Moby has a little more lag to to hating him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so so Miles McBride is the top. Do yeah, and it's Deuce. pretty much because his name is Deuce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's why I like him. <laughs> um, but he's pretty. He's good at defense. His offense is sort of fun. Who? I mean, my favorite band on Woodstock '99 here is the Tragically Hip, but I had to give them to my least favorite player. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna say that. Deuce McBride is Bruce Hornsby. Wow. Because Bruce Hornsby (laughs) 
plays great basketball. He's beaten uh he's he's beaten Allen Iverson in horse. We know that mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot say that he's Wyclef Jean in the Refugee All-Stars, who gave one of the worst live music performances <laughs> of all time at this <laughs> at this concert. And no, you know what? I'm gonna say Deuce McBride. You know who they are? Well, who he's it? Bush. Ah, uh, yeah. Just nothing like wrong. nothing yeah. wrong with a Bush song. Don't play right. five Bush songs, but I like a Bush song. Fine. I'd, I'd probably watch three. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay. We kind of covered this. Irrationally love and hate anybody on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, irrationally dislike RJ Barrett again, even though he's really good. Uh, ra- irrationally love though. Um, uh, for me, for me, it's V. I yeah, I I do love Svee. That weird short arm dude who shoots threes and graduated college at nineteen or whatever. I mean, I love you know what I love Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Um, I- irrationally because he's it's not like he's very good um, at this point. Yeah. It's just the idea of what he's going to be still. Um, right, right. It's, Sean, here's my question for you about the Knicks. We keep like, yeah. look, I listened back to two of these episodes, and uh, a lot of times we don't talk about the players. The, the, oh, the ones that matter? Yeah. Uh, let's talk. Let's very briefly. <laughs> I would like to discuss this team's three best players are Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle, right? In some yeah. order, uh, they're definitely they're the guys they have locked up for through for a few years. Yeah. So which what I want to really ask is to me, R.J. Barrett aside, he's fine. We talked about him. So Jalen Brunson was a guy who like wasn't good enough for the Knicks to sign. I mean, for the Mavs to sign like an extremely below market deal last summer. Right. right, and then all of a sudden he was good this year, and then last year Julius Randle was really horrible, but the year before he was really great. Mm-hmm. Which one are these guys? That's my question for you. Um, I don't know. I think I think Randall just had a career year, but was not like. I guess he was kind of he was pretty rough last Knicks year. Knicks fans hate him now. See, that's just like that's just ridiculous. Um, I guess I believe in Jalen Brunson more than I believe in Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, I always liked like coming back from the broken leg and like he was a really fun college player, and but he um, it just doesn't seem like he's. Like, a, I don't know, maybe it was just that the rest of their offense was so bad, but I don't, I don't understand why Randall was so bad last year, I guess. Um, and then, okay, so the other guys, the question is R.J. Barrett, and then... Well, I'm not even going to ask you about R.J. Barrett. I'm kind of with you, on, I, but I'm like with you on R.J. Barrett, where I'm like, this guy's going to maybe seem disappointing, but he's always going to be like... Fine. Like He's just good. like a 10-year NBA starter. Um, yeah, but I think I think Jalen Brunson uh, was good before and got more opportunity and 
uh, like was good in college. Mm-hmm. Like he he is a guy that should have gone um, higher than 33rd overall in the draft, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I'll tell you my feelings on Jalen Brunson. Um, he is a third guard. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, team. like, but also, like, uh, it, I think he, it, I think he actually works well, uh, with this team because everybody else is kind of big. But it's more I, the real problem is that I think Evan Fournier is, uh, kind of rough, right? Yeah, now. he's really bad. Um, all right, Sean, uh, Last year was the NBA's 75th season, even though they claimed, even though they were lying, and it was the 76th season. So, but in NBA time, this is the 76th season. And Sean has been choosing for every team in the NBA which signer of the Declaration of Independence is each team. Sean, who are the new who are the New York Knicks? Well, you know, this is Lewis Morris of New York, who was uh he was a merchant and uh well, when they, this, I'm just going to read you an excerpt from the Wikipedia entry of his. When warned by his brother Stotts Morris, who was a general in the British Army, of the consequences that would follow his signing of the rebellious document, Morris stated, damn the consequences, give me the pen, which is also what James Dolan said when he signed Jalen Brunson's contract. Oh, see, I would have uh, thought that's what he said when he signed Isaiah Thomas's uh uh walking papers all right um <laughs> he would never sign isaiah thomas's walking papers Joe. He's oh yeah you're right consultant. that's his best friend uh that's his best friend um sean what i will say about that what makes that the new york knicks is the new york knicks would never listen to stats so this that's makes true. sense they yeah. don't like statistics <laughs> all right um sean you also have a section called bad government yeah. Where you explain something shady one of the team governors, I mean owners, I mean governors has done. Yes. Uh okay, so I tried to find new James Dolan misbehavior. Oh, great. Uh that we haven't talked about the show. I did find some. Uh so there's a guy named Joseph Percoco, who was uh basically Andrew Cuomo's bagman and aide. Uh he got six years in prison for accepting three hundred thousand dollars in bribe money uh and he was employed with msg basically with a fake job to lobby uh cuomo in albany uh dolan refused to fire him uh shockingly the dolans have donated over half a million dollars to cuomo over the years not even because they wanted the influence but because they really liked how he treated women well and they like nipple rings um (laughs) sean um I also know something about James Dolan that uh, oh, we've never great. mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> um, he gave our friend COVID right before COVID was a thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> An unnamed stand-up comedian that we know who uh, maybe has a very famous bit about Guy Fieri and is a Dallas Mavericks fan. Um Met James Dolan, and then a day later, James Dolan announced he had COVID, and then our friend had COVID. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, he really should not have jammed with the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Sean, their over-under is 40 and a half. What do you think? It's weird, because I'm like, they're better. 
I mean, this it's exactly where it should be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say over. I think they get to 500. Exactly. I'm taking the under. I, I, I think get this it. is going to be kind it. of a disaster. <laughs> I just be. think... <laughs> I just think, look, Jalen Brunson, I get it. Like, he's fine. Uh-huh. But he just... He's paying him this much and him being Jalen Brunson and also hiring his creepy dad or whatever to get him. It's like exact. It's like the exact formula for him to stink for three months and then the Knicks fans to hate him. You know what I mean? It really is. It really is. Um, Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I, I predict Derek Rose will be starting in his place by January. Oh all right. God, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just I just think that uh, Randall will be a little less shitty. And so they're going to they're going to bump that win total up. What like what, what where were they last year? I just don't think yeah. Tibbs teams get better as the time goes on either. <laughs> um uh. All right, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh my God, we have to talk know, about I'm the sorry. Nets. I told I told you this. This this is the let's just get it over with division. Oh my God! All right. Um, last year they went forty four and thirty eight. Hilariously, they lost to Boston in round one. They got swept. Uh, their expected win loss was forty three and thirty nine somehow. So they won one. They were one game better were, than the stats. They were, they were overachievers, Joey, because <laughs> of Steve Nash's coaching. Um, they were eleventh in offense and nineteenth in defense. Um, Josh Giddy. Uh, let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. stupid all right sean what's coming to their team this year uh ben simmons sort of i mean he was caught on the team uh royce o'neill which is hmm, very strange. strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> um markeith morris mm-hmm. tj warren edmund sumner utah watanbe and classic oh, the return man, of chris chioza, chris chioza. <laughs> this is like a this is like a Don Pardo intro. Uh-huh. Well, what's <laughs> like, funny is I would say four, five of those guys I really, really like, but they're not good. <laughs> yeah, well, or they're like their foot's been broken for three yeah. years. Including like, uh, two of like both Edmund Summer and <laughs> TJ Warren. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Sean, what blanks are leaving? <laughs> uh, James Harden, sort of. Uh, uh-huh. Bruce Brown. Andre Drummond, Goran Dragic, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, and James Johnson. I mean, and possibly Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Um, (laughs) All right. (laughs) My team is always staying fresh. All right, Sean. How did they stay fresh? What were their best moves and worst moves? Um. I mean, honestly, their best move was not trading Kevin Durant because they. They weren't going to be better off trading Kevin Durant. I think this is like this body is dead. Like just you know, just it's. I know it hasn't hit the ground yet, but it's got to You that's their worst move, I think. Oh, I just, I just think they got offered guard. They'll get something better for him. Uh, I don't know. 
It just didn't. It did not sound like they got a lot of offers for for Kevin Durant. I mean, their best move was signing Edmund Sumner, a guy I irrationally love, to answer both of our questions. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Uh, what do you think? I think their worst move was uh, letting Bruce Brown go. Yeah, of Bruce course Brown, it was. Maybe Bruce Brown just really wanted out. But also, like, isn't Bruce Brown sort of like what they want Ben Simmons to be? Um, well, I mean, he's a pretty point guard, Joey. No, but I mean, like, uh, you know how Bruce Brown was like a tiny center who like uh, sort of passed and played defense and got rebounds. Isn't that basically what they're going to want Ben Simmons doing? Hey, well, Steve Nash did say today that he doesn't care if Ben Simmons never takes a single jump shot, which many coaches initially say with Ben Simmons, and then Mm -hmm. their brains are broken. Uh, So I I was looking back at that time that uh, Ben Simmons shot like 12 of 14 in a game and he hit Mm -hmm. a three. And then then, uh, his old coach, Brett Brown, Mm said like that's what i'm talking about that's what i want to see at least one three-pointer game and then uh ben simmons took two more threes uh before the season was shut down for the pandemic it was like four months (laughs) so uh i mean maybe maybe steve nash is like if i just say he doesn't have to shoot maybe he'll do it to defy me i don't know uh yeah i don't i just don't really understand why they didn't bring him back because he just cost them money you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and not a lot of depth on the team i mean here's what i'll say is like royce o'neill tj warren these are good players um if they're healthy well i mean royce o'neill and i guess they get joe ingles back not joe ingles harris Harris back Um, they get kyrie irving back baby Um, i mean is he back you know what I mean? Irving? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it's more. It, they'll have him more than last year, I guess. Um, they do look like okay, because last year they had about two weeks when Durant was hurt, or three weeks where they just like legitimately weren't even an NBA team, and like where they went like two and eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what to expect from Cam Thomas or Dayron Sharp. Mm-hmm. But I honestly feel like Utah Watanabe would have made a big difference last season. Sure. <laughs> so um, it's almost like, look, Kyrie's going to miss a ton of games. Durant's going to get hurt again. Simmons is going to get hurt again. But I feel like they've at least like raised the floor slightly. For well, a house like Joe that- Harris coming back is like probably actually huge yeah yeah now granted have they raised the floor on a house that's already on fire sinking into the ground yeah, probably yeah, yeah. probably yeah yeah so, it's in a sinkhole and on fire yeah, yeah. yeah but uh i don't i don't know i really think that of these guys that are leaving they will miss bruce brown and maybe not anyone else i don't know mm-hmm. let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new all right sean Let's hear these questions at the triple threat courts. All right. Um, are we overrating Ben Simmons's mental health and shooting issues and underrating that uh, he had back surgery in May? Here's what I'm saying. Are we thinking Ben Simmons is going to suck for the wrong reasons? I don't think he's going to suck this year. I actually think Ben Simmons is going to be awesome. And I worry more about everyone else. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, I think, I think, I think actually he, I'm not really worried about his mental health as much as I'm worried about his back surgery, I guess sure. is what I'm saying. Um, okay, this is a big question. Has Sean Marks done enough this offseason to counter the terrible vibes on this roster? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if any of these guys, except for Yuta, would be considered good vibes people. TJ Warren certainly is not good vibes people. Maybe Markeith Morris is a good vibes guy. He seems kind of fun. Um, I don't know. Chris, I guess Chris Chioza is probably good vibes, but in a way that like still makes you sad. A fucking bummer, though. Um, but I've no, there was like, also there like was good no, <laughs> there was just no saving this. That's my problem here. The second all those guys, the second they chose. Not to like re-sign Kyrie Irving, they were choosing to blow this thing up and then did not blow it up. It's like it's fucked. You're just fucked. <laughs> this is all fucked. It's pointless. I can't believe I have to talk about this for another year. <laughs> all right. Uh well, here's some questions that oh, actually, hold on. Uh, is it a problem that the only center on the roster is Nick Claxton? No, because Ben Simmons is their center. This is what I'm trying to tell you, Sean. But he's also their point guard. No, Kyrie Irving is their point guard. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, I, I, I think Ben Simmons is not going to enjoy playing center. All ben Simmons is their say. point center, baby. It's going to be like that one month. The idea is it's that one month that Embiid was hurt that Ben Simmons was actually good. But don't it, they don't they maybe need like one more center? Uh, Dayron Sharp, baby. Um, also, KD can play center. Who cares? Who cares? No, oh, I just, they're going to trade Nick. Look, they're going to trade Nick Claxton for, uh, uh, for Miles Turner anyway. That's, that's my, just, that's, that's my prediction for this team. Uh, Nick Claxton, the braided assassin. Um, okay. Joe. He has short hair now, Sean. Didn't you see the oh. video today? I did not. I just well, he had a dunk and he scowled at his own teammate. All right. Yeah, Jimmy Butler also does not have uh, extensions. Yeah, he removed his extensions, which is really too bad because he looked like a creative player in cyber tw- in cyberpunk twenty forty nine. All right. I believe uh, I believe our friend said he looked like uh, a guy killed by the predator in Predator Two. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then uh-huh. I said he looked like a guy who sold a memory of someone. playing playing Russian roulette to Rafe finds in strange days. That's a deep cut. And I like it. Um, okay. Joey, I'm uh, going to read you a list of Ben Simmons nicknames mm-hmm. from basketball reference. Oh, you tell no. me if you've ever heard a single person use them. Okay. Okay. Simo the savage. No, that's some weird Australian shit. Young socialite. Definitely not. Fresh Prince. Nope. Peacemaker. What? <laughs> Benny. No, but I kind of like it. I kind of like Benny Simmons, but I, <laughs> yeah. I've still never heard anybody use it. The Yank. Nope. Is Big that because ben. he stopped having an Australian accent for no reason? No, he, he brought it back actually on the JJ Reddick podcast. Except it goes, week. it went in and out. I listened on the, I listened. It was there sometimes. All right, keep going. Uh, Big, Big Ben. I have heard Big Ben. Yeah. I have heard Big Ben as well. And he's 
kind of big. just a, yeah, i mean he's actually probably bigger than the original big ben ben wallace uh-huh. i think he's taller uh and the wizard of oz a-u-s or oz oz uh, no i don't no. like that no that's not his nickname yeah but you know what i would be into naming joe ingles the wizard of oz a-u-s yeah i'd be that'd be tight yeah <laughs> um <laughs> And he'd be like, hey, all right, all right, mate. Um, all right. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Sean, irrational love and hate. I already gave my irrational love. Uh, Edmund Sumner, who I love for reasons I can't really explain. Hey, he's kind of good. He just, I, he's just I, hurt all the time. But no, he, tore, he just tore his ACL. Like he just he missed a whole year. Um, I believe in Cam Thomas. Sure. You, you, love, a, you love a guy who loves to shoot. Um, yeah, I like I like a, a black gunner. hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's an LSU guy. Like I just I I like it. He, I mean, he was a terrible shooter last year too. My my belief was not validated, but uh, yeah. Um, my um, rational hate is Kevin Durant. All right, let's keep moving. Um, <laughs> Sean, right. who uh is the signer of the Declaration of Independence for the Do- uh Brooklyn Nets? Joey, it's Richard Stockton of New Jersey. Uh, Now, during the Revolutionary War, he traveled to Fort Ticonderoga in New York, much like the journey that the Nets themselves made. Uh, He was captured when he returned to New Jersey and dragged out of his bed by loyalists. Um, And I'm just going to read you this excerpt. The day Stockton was captured, General William Howe had written a proclamation offering protection papers and a full and free pardon to those willing to remain in peaceful obedience to the king. As many took the pardon, Stockton eventually did, but first was placed in irons and treated as a criminal. Hmm. He was then moved to Provost Prison in New York, where he was intentionally starved and subjected to freezing cold weather. After nearly five weeks of brutal treatment, Stockton was released on parole, his health ruined. Doesn't that sound like Ben Simmons? In Philadelphia, a bit, but it also to yeah, well, yeah, but it also sounds a little bit like what Kyrie Irving has done to himself. All right, um, <laughs> Sean, bad government. What's something shady that Josiah has done? Uh, well, Joey, I, I want to dedicate this to our new listeners in the Far East. Uh, Josiah's former partner at Alibaba mm-hmm. criticized Ooh, Alibaba money. Yeah, he criticized the great nation of China, in particular, its banks and regulators at a financial conference. And this was despicable behavior, probably motivated by the jealous Western world and their puppet, former NBA player Ennis Cantor. Honestly, we're glad he disappeared for four months. Okay, great. Um, All right, uh, Sean... Over under 51 and a half. What do you I, think? I don't understand how this number is this high. Well, because this they is, have technically they have Kevin Durant. So I just I I don't see any look, I can see a scenario where this team is tough to beat in the playoffs. I do not see a scenario where they're winning 52 games in the regular season. Like no way. Uh under. Uh, I'm taking a hard under. Uh, this team is... <laughs> I, I, they're trading for Russell Westbrook in like eight weeks. Um... <laughs> All right. The Toronto Raptors, Sean. 
The win-loss was 48-34. and 34. They lost to the Sixers in round one, 4-2. to two. Um, Their expected win-loss was 47-35, and 35, so again, a one-game overachievement. Uh, 14th in offense, 10th in defense. Uh, Josh Giddy. Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. Uh, it's not his team. I don't know why he keeps saying that. He plays nice. with the Thunder. He's the Wizard of Oz, Joey. What else? Oh, is... that. You know what? That he should be. Yeah, the Wizard he of Oz. should be the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. They're adding NBA champion Otto Porter Jr., like Euro it. Basket champion Juancho Bo Cruz, Hernan Gomez, Bo challenge. Uh. Josh Roland Loud Jackson and DJ Wilson. Also, they drafted Christian. Coloco. Look, without fail, round. Masai Ujiri always signs all of my favorite players. <laughs> yeah, Christian Christian Coloco uh, was the defensive player of the year at Arizona last year. Yeah, I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about DJ Wilson and Josh oh, Jackson. Oh, oh and signing Bo, those Bo guys. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why. I liked Christian Coloco. I'm like, yeah, I loved him in college. I'm he just went- saying. Look, if Anthony Randolph were available to sign, Masai Ujiri would be signing him to play for this team. Sean, what hosers are getting yoga'd out of there? Oh, yeah. Uh, Svee, Michaeliak, Utah, Watanabe, Armani Brooks, and Isaac Bonga. Mm. Feels, um, like, feels like the, the guys joining are more exciting. And uh, once again, rest in peace, Gord Downey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My team is always staying fresh. All right, Sean, what's their best move and their worst move? Uh, getting Otto Porter Jr. He's like such a raptor. Yeah, he's like, he, look, they got it. They got into. They got his hooks in him early by set by having him marry a Canadian wife. That's how yeah. they get him, you know. And the side plate, yeah. He's, he's like a. She was like an, he's like an anchor, back up forward. You know what I mean? Uh, and I gotta say, I think their best move. Like, um, I love that move, obviously. But look, they love turning these long guys who maybe can shoot into guys who can actually shoot and play defense. And uh, one of DJ Wilson, the Boa, Bo Challenge, Bo Cruz, Juancho Hernan Gomez, or Josh Jackson is going to be awesome for them. It's just impossible to tell which one right now, you know? I'm just... They're I'm, exactly I'm, the kind of guys they they make good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's like hard to say how much they believe in Wancha, but I still kind of feel like uh, he didn't quite get it. Like, an, he got sick in Denver. He was like, just feel like he hasn't really gotten a chance to play a lot. And I don't know. He was so good in Eurobasket. He was good with Utah last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, for another 10 minutes, Joey, it's his 27th birthday. Oh, Happy birthday, Wancho Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez. And uh, Willie, make sure to hit him 28 times, because I'm yeah. sure you're that kind of freak-ass family. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All right, Sean. Let's, we're hitting the triple threat courts. What's going on? Okay. Some, um, hit me with some questions. I have, I have two questions related. Okay. Is OG Onanobi 
always in trade rumors only because teams constantly make trade offers to Toronto that they then turn down. Like, are they actually shopping him? Well, I think OG actually asked for a trade this summer, didn't he? Um, and then they just didn't do it. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, he denied that. Oh, then. Um, it was then, just yeah. that Portland wanted to trade the number seven pick for him. It's just like, obviously, right? Like, of course, like, he's the guy team wa- teams want. He's like the quintessential 3 and D guy yeah. in the NBA. Um, okay. Uh, my follow-up question, is it going to help his game he's switched from OG to O period G period? Honestly, I think it is. I think it is, too. I also think it's going to help that that show is finally canceled off of TBS. Oh, the the last OG? The last OG, because obviously he exists, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. They, they were tired of what... TBS was sick of them lying to the American public. Yeah. All right, um... Joey, I have, I guess, basically. You have a list of insane names here. What yes. is going on? I'm going to ask you this. Where will Scotty Barnes end up on the all-time list of greatest Raptors, which we will determine by the most sophisticated basketball statistical measure we have, win shares for 48 minutes. So okay. here is your top 10 list this is of Raptors all-time. By win shares per 48. Okay. Win shares per 48. It's the... the Go you know, from 10 to 1. Don't 10 start to one. 1. You're right. 10 to 1. Amir Johnson. Oh, okay. Number nine, Vince Carter. Thought he'd be higher. All right. Number eight, Tyler Hansbro. Psycho T coming through. Okay. <laughs> uh, number seven, the seventh greatest Raptor of all time, uh-huh. Chris Bosch. <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound right to me, but keep going. Uh, number six, <laughs> just ahead of Chris Bosch, is Jakob Pertl. <laughs> Yo, classic, <laughs> classic Raptor. Uh, fifth fifth best Raptor of all time is Lucas Nogueira. Oh, Bebe. Bebe, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, then the fourth greatest Raptor of all time is Kyle Lowry. Honestly, probably true. Probably the right spot. Probably the right spot there. (laughs) Uh, number three, two and three are very close. Number three is Jonas Valanciunas. Okay, yeah. And number two is Daniel Marshall. Almost the exact same. Is that uh, just because WS he had that one game where he hit eleven threes? And he got eleven. He got eleven win shares for that. So, uh, and then number one, Chris Boucher. What? Easily the greatest Raptor of all time with win shares for forty eight minutes. It's not even close, honestly, Joey. Um, where will Scotty Barnes end up on this list? Well, considering Kawhi Leonard is not on this list. Well, let's talk about this, actually. Sean, who do you actually think the greatest Raptor of all time is? Um, is it Kyle Lowry? Yeah, I mean, like, probably not statistically. Well, it's either Vince Carter or Kyle Lowry, I think. Right? I mean, where do you put Kawhi, though? Because, like, Kawhi won them a championship. Well, I mean, with Kyle Lowry. <laughs> um, he, was, he doesn't want to count. Like, it's like, you wouldn't... I don't think... I don't think like Moses Malone is really considered. Well, I don't know how long he was on the Sixers. I'm trying to think of other like rentals like that. Mm. Um, But it's just rare that you rent your best player and they win you a championship for one year anyway. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, but you wouldn't you wouldn't think of like I don't know. I'm trying to think Raptors of Raptors fans. Like I that. actually want to hear from you. Give me a call and tell us where does Kawhi Leonard rank on the list of greatest of Raptors of all time? I'm, I'm talking saying, to you, Katie Heindel and Sean Woodley. I um, just think I, I just think also the nature of the Raptors fan. There's no way he ranks ahead of Demar, Bosch, Vince Carter, or Kyle Lowry. Don't you However, think they like him more than Bosch and Vince Carter, though? But he played like 60 regular season games. Yeah, but maybe. those guys like spurned them. I don't know. I just I this feels like this feels like calling um you know Ricky Henderson one of the greatest blue jays of all That's time. True. All right, you know anyway. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um anyway, uh I think Scotty Barnes is going to end up like uh, probably between Bebe and Kyle Lowry on that list. Okay. That sounds that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Uh Joey, I want I want to tell you something about Coach Nick Nurse. Oh, no. He played with the new power generation this summer. What? That's right. Prince's Prince? old band. Yeah, at a jazz festival. Well, they and were was, Nurse and the new power generation? Yeah, and he was wearing his own Nick Nurse branded cap. Okay, look, it. I will not cotton to this. This is, look, they can play, he can play with that weird Canada band whose name I don't remember who stinks. The anger, they're, the, what are they the, called? The, <laughs> the Aglies. The, the, I don't even, hold on, god damn it. Um, Joey, yeah, I mean, you just called out the people of Toronto. You've got the Arkells. The R. Kells, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, they, named like, after R. Kelly. <laughs> look, but can, somehow he, more offensive. He can play. Uh, he can play with that weird uh, lumineers, but they say oot. Uh, but the, he cannot play with the new power generation. This we have to stop this man. Mm-hmm. He's either be a weird. Quit your job and go play music then If this is what you're gonna be Also while wearing your branded NN hat Like get uh-huh. the fuck out of here man Well, if you, I'm if you over <laughs> this This is not I'm done um, Oh and, and one one just like Basic question Will Pascal Siakam turn it around And or does Pascal Siakam Even need to turn it around uh no, Pascal Siakam is fine. He's like a really pretty good basketball player mm-hmm. who for reasons I don't understand uh the rest of the NBA fandom thinks is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh he scored 22.8 points per game last year. <laughs> he shot He's good. <laughs> almost 50% for the field. I don't really understand this knock either. <laughs> Um, and Scotty Barnes is awesome, but now also on the verge of being overrated. Watch yourselves, Raptor fans. All right. Um, <laughs> Sean, uh, rational love or hate for people on this team? Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Oh, damn it. I closed my depth chart real quickly. I obviously really like Chris Boucher. That's I'll give you my surprise. irrational hate. It's fucking Nick Nurse. Get the fuck uh, out of here, man. <laughs> uh, 
Um, enough, enough with the you can't you don't get to be an NBA coach with a guitar like you're just the worst. Like I know you can only play like six songs too, and not even well. And one of them is Crash by Dave Bath- Matthews Band. Yeah, I, you freak. <laughs> I bet he. I bet he spent so much time tuning up when he's about to play too. Yeah. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. Ugh. I hate it. Um, uh, I wish Precious love- Nigeria had a different name. <laughs> a ra- a rational love everybody on this team. I mean, it's it's like designed thing. for me Craig, to love them. Young, I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's all everybody. the guys they brought in. Like, I, I guess I don't love. I don't really know anything about Delano Panton, but other than that, even Justin Champagny, mm-hmm. love that guy. You know, in the actually in. The only true champagnes are in France. Mm-hmm. He's actually a sparkling <laughs> yeah, wine. Yeah, he's a sparkling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sean, which signer of the Declaration of Independence are the uh, the Toronto Raptors? Okay, so this is a guy named Francis Hopkinson of New Jersey. He actually mm-hmm. designed a bunch of the early um, American flags. Is and, he the uh, longest founding father? Is he the longest founding father? Yeah, who's the longest oh, oh. founding father? Because that's who who had the biggest wingspan. Because that's who the Raptors should be. <laughs> well, that, the Orlando Magic would also give them. Oh, let's see. Uh, I think Thomas Jefferson is the tallest All person right. in the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, but Thomas but... Ha- Thomas Jefferson's kind of a you know you know his wingspan is shorter than his height. You know I what I'm so. saying? All yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> well. So Francis Hopkinson essentially made his own merch. Also, okay. uh, here's an excerpt. Hopkinson began to play the harpsichord at age 17 and during the 1750s, hand copied arias, songs, and instrumental pieces by many European composers. He's credited as being the first American-born composer to commit a composition to paper with his 1759 composition, My Days Have Been So Wondrous Free. And by the 60s, 1760s, he was playing with professional musicians and concerts. Joey. Oh my God. This is the Nick Nurse of the American Revolution. So this guy signed the Declaration of independence and then walked around like like he was some kind of star playing with various bands get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here he Francis actually Hopkinson. Played, you know what's crazy mm-hmm. he played he with, played the, with old the, power, the old power the old power generation oh so uh <laughs> ye so. old power generation yeah <laughs> All right. Bad government, Sean. What's something shady these freaks who own the Toronto Maple Leafs have done? Yeah, well, Rogers Communication had a three-day internet outage, which apparently knocked out all of Canada's internet, including their 911 calls. Come on, Rogers Communications. And come on, Canada. Don't allow an oligopoly like this to control Uh 911. All right. Uh, Over under 46 and a half, Sean. What do you think? This slide over? I don't know why they wouldn't hit this, honestly. They feel like a 48-win team to me. Yeah, over. like I, it doesn't seem like the team's like that much different, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Scotty Barnes is going to have gotten one year better, right? I just I just think they're like a little, like, like one, you're totally right in that one of these guys is going to blow up. Yeah. And I think Otto Porter's like just a per Otto Porter and Thad Young together, like that's... Yeah. Oh, that's some power. I think they're winning 50 games. 
All right, Sean. The Philadelphia. God damn it. We have to talk know, about this all, team, I'm telling too? you. I'm telling you. Well, there's one more you hate. I, oh, so I know. <laughs> oh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, they went 51 and 31. They lost to Miami in round two. Uh, they were supposed to go 48 and 34. So congratulations, Doc Rivers, on being three games better. Uh, they were 12th in offense and 12th in defense. Um, Josh Giddy. Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. I'm sorry, right. Josh Giddy. It's not your team. They already had an Australian man who can't who can't shoot and is good at passing, and it <laughs> yeah. didn't work out well. Be glad you're not there. Sean, what's coming to their team this year? PJ Tucker, DeAnthony Melton, Montrez Harrell, uh, Daniel House Jr., and Trevlin Queen. Uh, they brought back James Harden, but he honestly, was on the team at the end of the year. Love all those guys. Like this is. Good. I hate that I'm going to have to be nice about the Sixers, I think, but here we go. Sean, uh, what freaks with lar- with collars that are too large are got kicked out? Uh, Danny Green, DeAndre Jordan, and Streetball Paul Millsap mm. are all departing. Well, you can't have Streetball Paul and B-Ball Paul, so... That's true. Makes sense. Um, Josh Giddy. My team is always staying fresh. Sean, what was their best move and their worst move? Um, I honestly love them getting the Anthony Milton. Me too. I just like I don't understand why the Grizzlies did that. They needed a they needed the widest man in the draft, Joey. They they needed more draft picks to add to their team that was like uh not that close. I'm mean, pretty close to making the Western Conference Finals if they had different they wanted, breaks. Yeah. They needed beef. Um anyway. <laughs> um I love all their moves. Like, I don't really... I mean, look, P.J. Tucker is pretty old for the contract they gave him. Uh, James Harden is probably going to be awesome again because he's been reunited with the man who allows him to do whatever he wants constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, D'Anthony Melton's awesome. Montrez Harrell is just, like, free. I don't like that he's blocking B-Ball Paul, but he's probably better than B-Ball Paul. And Daniel House is, uh, you know, uh, watch out, COVID testers. Yeah. Well, they don't they don't have to test as much this year, so he can probably keep it in his pants a little better this year, right, DHJ? <laughs> when did he add Junior? That's new. Uh, it's, I mean, it's already weird enough that he's to Daniel with a U. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Worst move? Um, kind of don't think there is one, unfortunately. I mean, retaining Doc Rivers? I yeah, know. I guess that's sort of that's the real question mark here, right? Uh, uh, I mean, well, we James will Harden. Get, we will get to this. James Harden said he lost a hundred pounds well, this offseason. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that a best move or a worst move? That's that's also a best move. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're all good. They've been they're killing it. What am I gonna say? Like that's this is like what the team needed. <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. Uh all right, all right Sean, what are your questions? Uh is this the only finals contender uh with a coach that could be fired at any moment? 
Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, right. I do think this team could go to the finals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't see how they couldn't like, this seems like, look with the problems going on in, with the other team in this division. I don't see how not. Right. I don't know, but uh, what what do you think Clipper Daryl would I say? I cannot find this drop. I, <laughs> that's right. why I was having trouble. Oh, You've got to okay. warn me when you need to. Sorry, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right. Uh, uh, okay. But uh, I, okay. what I will tell you is uh, there is a rocket, Sean, that is probably going to get bought out and end up on this team. Well, we have, I have a question a little later. Let's ride. Uh, all right. Well, all right. Well, that that was my question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, the Sixers added Harden, House, and Tucker. Uh-huh. My questions were, what's the next member of the 2019 Rockets to join Philly? It's got to be Eric Gordon, right? Yeah. Or Mike D'Antoni. I think it could be Mike. Well, D'Antoni. I mean, yes. Like, that's the obvious one, right? Is like, they're going to fire Doc Rivers and hire Mike D'Antoni, right? Well, he, he's just not really taking another job. He's just consulting someone. Yeah. So. Uh, um, Sean PJ Tucker is turning 38 in May. Um, How much longer is this going to last? I don't know, man. It's like. <laughs> He I, only eats waffles or pancakes. He only eats pancakes. He only eats pancakes. He only wears vintage shoes. And he shoots like 42% yeah, from three now. And he gets now. wider every year. <laughs> Rules, dude. Like, I don't care, man. Like, maybe it's just that he started his career so late that, you know, like the, the normal rules of aging don't really apply to him. <laughs> He is, he is the, did we call him the greatest uncle in the NBA? Yes, he, he has the yeah, it's like one, he has he's uncle the NBA's strength. number one uncle. Uncles sure. just get stronger as they get older. Um, so, Sean, yeah. I like this question about Tobias Harris. Please ask it. Is Tobias Harris ever going to get to play power forward for a whole season? Um, Maybe, but not this one. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not sure when it is going to happen. I feel like it could happen. That is his position. <laughs> it should have been his they position do know for that, right? <laughs> a really long time. He's just been playing the three. He's big. He can he can get rebounds. He's not very good at dribbling, and he's also pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, the. He's a good shooter. Just let, let him play power forward somewhere, sometime. All right, Sean, irrational love or hate? I uh, think your irrational love is my irrational hate on this team, actually. Oh, really? Hold mm-hmm. on. Um, My irrational love on this team. Do you mean Melton? It's Tyrese Maxey. You love Tyrese Maxey. Oh, I love Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Tyrese Maxey mainly because I feel like um, I I definitely thought he should have gone like at the end of the lottery, and he dropped like ten spots, mm-hmm. and then I feel very validated. 
yeah, uh, I don't even know why I don't like Tyrese Maxey. I just do not. Uh, his game is just not for me. Um, yeah, sorry. Well, he, he was he was so cool at Kentucky. Like, like he was one of those guys that like didn't get enough to do. It's weird, like when a guy leaves college and gets the pros, and somehow he's allowed to shoot more. Like that usually doesn't happen. Um, um. Irrational dislike, I guess it's James Harden. I just, I just don't, I don't really think that's irrational, though. Uh, my irrational love, though, is, of course, B-Ball Paul, who <laughs> is screaming for the Warriors to draft instead of Nico Mannion, who's now uh, being fascist in Italy. <laughs> yeah, he, he was uh, her campaign manager, which is pretty messed up. <laughs> Don't get it. Um, all right. Isn't it weird how much more uh, Reed get to play in the playoffs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> uh, Sean, who was their, who's their uh, signer of the Declaration of Independence? Oh, yeah. Well, it's um, it's a guy named Stephen Hopkins mm -hmm. of, of Rhode Island. He was very, he was like a big reader. He was very uh, nerdy. And analytical. Um, and this would you doesn't... describe him as a declaration Elvis? <laughs> Maybe declaration Elvis. <laughs> uh, he also had a grudge against his political rival Samuel Ward. Uh -huh. Ward represented Newport, he was Providence, he was like new money. The only guy was old money. Uh, he also wrote a manifesto like Sam Hinkie called The Rights of Colonies Examined. Uh -huh. Uh, also one of the top five slaveholders in Rhode Island. I, I'm not saying that because the Sixers. I just want to shame these guys. Yeah. Uh, he also stymied a royal investigation into the burning of a ship called the Gaspé, just like the Sixers have stonewalled the NBA's tampering investigation uh -huh. this year. Also, much like many of the people on this team, he was old as fuck <laughs> when he signed the Declaration of Independence. He had to use his non-signing hand to move his policy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't Great. really understand why he wouldn't just sign with the other hand, but whatever. Um, but I, I included a picture of Stephen Hopkins, mm -hmm. Joey, and I just wanted to, what do you think of his collar? It's a normal collar. Yeah, it's slant. pretty, it's a pretty normal collar. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean, bad government. What uh, have these freaks done? Um, okay, Josh Harris, their primary owner, uh, loaned $184 million to Jared Kushner while he was working as a White House advisor on infrastructure. Great. Uh, this is kind of a positive thing. He linked he leaked info about his Apollo Capital rival, Leon Black, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, confidant, friend, and financial backer, uh, who is currently being sued for rape because he actually had even stronger ties to Epstein than Josh Harris did. Oh, great. Um, this isn't really scandalous, but I wanted to share this about co-owner David Blitzer. Um, he, his father-in-law was convicted of trying to extort um, $11 million for having no contact with his family himself or the Blackstone group. Mm -hmm. um, and he, but uh, at the time he owned the, the North American rights to the Smurfs franchise. So is he the one who was responsible for having Katy Perry play uh, uh, Lady Smurf? Smurfette? Smurfette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he had a stay away order okay, from great. Smurf Village at that point. Um, Sean, over under 50 and a half. I'm going over. I, think I love this, this is... regular season team. Yeah, me too. 
I don't love them in the playoffs still. No. Uh, but if as long as Joel Embiid's healthy, this team is going to win 55 games, right? Yeah, I think so. I do. I just feel like they, they're they just really covered. They've got a lot of – they just aren't as – I mean, look, they need Embiid. Obviously, they're not as good without him. But, like, you can kind of see how they – would get by in a different way if he's out now. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they need him to be a really good team, but you're kind of like, I mean, play like, Montrez Harrell, right? play Montrez Harrell, and then, and then like you close games real with fun PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and you've got like, <laughs> and finally Tobias Harris gets to play the four. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, it would be it's hilarious that their two primary backup guards are Melton and Milton. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Sean. I don't want to talk about them, but you're Eastern Conference champions, the yes. Boston Celtics. <laughs> uh, they went fifty-one and thirty-one <laughs> last year with an expected win-loss right <laughs> win-loss of fifty-nine and tw- fifty-nine and twenty-three was their expected win-loss. Well, look, they were expected <laughs> to win a lot of games. They didn't win, Joe. Um, Just ask Nate Silver. Uh, they were second in defense, seventh in offense. Uh, Josh Giddy. Uh oh, I lost the game. Um, hold on. Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. All right, Sean, what's coming to their team this year? Uh, Danilo Gallinari. Well, he's not, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. He's coming. He is coming. And rookie J.D. Davison, the 52nd pick of the draft. I can't tell. I don't know anything about J.D. Davison. Well, you also forgot. Except he signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> J.D. Davidson looks crazy, uh, by the you, way. Sean, you've, you forgot Joe Mazzola. They also added Joe Mazzola. They added Coach Joe Mazzola. He was there last year, <laughs> yeah, but well, yes, he is the interim coach now. Uh, and what Boston Wicked Pisses are leaving? Uh, Aaron Neesmith, Daniel Thais, Nick Stoutis, Malik Fitz, Juwan Morgan, and Coach Ime Udoka. Uh, don't worry, Boston Celtics fans. Daniel Tice will be back in about two months. Um... <laughs> yeah, whenever it's legal, he's going to be back. It's um... going to be a three-way trade when they send Evan Turner to the Brooklyn Nets. My team is always staying fresh. All right, Sean. What was their best move and their worst move? Their best move was taking a stand and suspending. No, it's training for Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Well, and also, I do kind of think getting uh, getting rid of Imeatoka was a pretty good move. Yeah. Uh, it, but, you know, credit credit to the Celtics for yeah. And also, other cr- other teams have ignored certain certain things about their head coaches. Uh, and also, um, credit to Brad Stevens. For yelling at his shitty, horrible fans for harassing the female, the women that work in his organization mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. It sucks he had to do that, uh, but, you know, at least I can't believe I'm pro Brad Stevens now, but I, it was, that was cool, I guess. Look, he's a great actor and he's a responsible <laughs> he's, executive. He's an incredible actor, just one of the greatest film actors of our times. Um, 
<sighs> Do I still have that clip? It's not worth playing. <laughs> All right. <No>. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but their best move was Malcolm Brogdon from a basketball standpoint. Um, their worst move? I mean... Uh- Gallinari, they, it's too Italian. It was too it was too good to be true when they said it. I I think it was letting Sauce Castillo go. Anytime you let Sauce Castillo go, your team gets worse. <laughs> um, from at least a nickname standpoint. Um, good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All right, Sean. Robert Hello. Williams. Uh, is out until Thanksgiving, Sean. Um, yeah. Is that uh, going to be a problem? What do you think? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I just think that every time you hear about someone tearing their meniscus, it's always like, yeah, it's like a three or four week injury. Mm-hmm. And constantly people come back from these meniscus injuries and they need like two or three more surgeries. Like James yeah. Wiseman was out for a whole year. Lots of balls going to be out for a whole year. Jaron Jackson wasn't the same for like a year and a half. Uh-huh. And now he's hurt again. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook tore his meniscus in the playoffs. He had to get like three more surgeries because mm-hmm. he rushed back. Like, could we maybe like adjust our expectations for meniscus recovery? Like, like knee injuries. Just, just don't expect people to come back very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Is that, I, is that okay? Yeah, and I also, think that's fair. Also, he he was like the king of the, hey, just play on it. Uh-huh. And you can't hurt yourself any worse. And it's like, it seemed like he hurt himself worse. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so, so in a related question, they were seven and a half guys deep in the playoffs. And then they added Malcolm Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari, and they're now seven and a half players deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Al Horford says he's going to be playing back-to-backs this year. Oh, great. That's do they have enough, good for him. Do they, do they have enough guys to keep these dudes from burning out, basically? Well, they have Derek White, right? Derek White mm-hmm. can play a lot and does. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon isn't really known for playing a lot of basketball anymore. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not. <laughs> um, I mean, Jason Tatum, he's. <sighs> yeah, Malcolm Brogdon no, played 36. No, I don't think they year. do. <laughs> and just, their whole you, team is so small. You just look at the back end, and it's like, man, they are going to be starting Luke Cornett on opening day. Yeah. Opening night or whatever. It's flip. It's. I they can't even Noah talk. Vonley's on this team. <laughs> Noah Vonley's on this team. JC Davison's on this team. Sam Hauser's on this team. It gets it gets thin. Um I mean after Peyton Pritchard. And even Peyton Pritchard is already kind of thin. Maybe they'll get something out of Luka Samanchech or Mafandu <laughs> Kabangele. Oh my god. Or oh, Sam they... Hauser. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. Uh, Sam Hauser's going to play. It's not good vibes all right, Sean, at all. here's my question for you. Yes. Who has worse vibes? The Celtics, the Nets, or the Suns? <laughs> I, I think the Nets are like unbeatably bad vibes. Because we, we didn't even mention how Kevin Durant demanded that the coach be fired. Uh, and, and, the just, and, and the jam. And then everybody yeah. just came back. <laughs> like he didn't say it. They were kind of acting like he didn't say it. 
<laughs> what the hell, man? Uh, um, I don't know, man. This is weird. They were so good, though. Um, I think the I think the vibes can recover only because it's like injuries. You know what I mean? Well, like, and like, thing. who cares about a coach in the NBA, really? Well, you know what it's going to be is mm. that I think I think it's not going to be like a difficult call. You know what I mean? Like it it sounds like they're gonna. I don't know. It. it I just think they're going to be like, yeah, he should be fired for that. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be like anyway. Here is my dream scenario for the Celtics. Uh-huh. I teased this earlier, Sean. Mm-hmm. Joe Mazzola flames out in like three weeks. Yeah, it could fired. absolutely happen. Yeah. And they make a call, an emergency call to a former Celtic great oh, who's camping yes. out in Ma- in Maui right now. Yes. And they're just like, we just need you for one year, Nelly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And bring in Don Nelson to coach his beloved Celtics. Oh, my for God. One last year. Amazing. And they win the championship. When they win Don, they win Nelly a championship. Uh, I mean, Aww. he's the perfect guy to coach a team with seven and a half players. Too. Joey, I'm crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. That is my dream. Seven scenario. and a half is too many players <laughs> for him. <laughs> yeah, that is my dream scenario for the Boston Celtics this year. Oh my God! I can't. Can you? Can you imagine? What it's going to be like when Luke Cornett starts taking eight threes a game. <laughs> he can hit him. Jason Tatum playing center for 48 yeah. <laughs> minutes a game, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Al Horford just hanging out at the three-point yeah. line constantly. Uh, it would be wonderful. Uh, what a beautiful, oh and it would be the perfect ending for him. And yeah. you know what? It's the only thing that could happen that would make me root for the Boston Celtics. And um, oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, irrational love or hate, Sean? Um, I guess I, I, I unfairly dislike Grant Williams. <laughs> I kind of fairly dislike Grant Williams. <laughs> And he's like he's supposedly a really good guy and does a lot of charity work off the court, but oh, I don't like watching him play. Um, I feel like everyone on this team, I have rational reasons for either hating or loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like what I'm supposed to like, Marcus Smart, get out. Yeah, of here. there's not a lot of like, there's not a lot of like gray areas on this team. Also, still embarrassing that he dyed his hair green again. Stop it, man. <laughs> He All right, can't do it for the regular season. Come on, um, it's like you can't eat birthday cake all year round. <laughs> Sean, which signer of the Declaration of Independence is this team? Uh, Thomas Hayward of South Carolina, because his name is Hayward. Also, he was um, captured during the siege of Charleston and imprisoned on a ship in Florida. He became a martyr because the British seized all his slaves. Right. But don't worry, at one time, the Hayward family had the largest slaveholding in the entire United Mm -hmm. States. Also, in 1970, when the Supreme Court ordered that all public schools must be integrated, a group associated with the White Citizens Council opened a school named Thomas Hayward Academy in South Carolina. 
Grant. For some reason, I I felt like that reminded me of Boston. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, bad government, Sean. What have the uh, the owners of the Boston Celtics done that is bad behavior? Okay, so one of their owners is uh, Steve Pagliuca. He is the co-chairman of Bain Capital. That's Mitt Romney's. Oh company. no! So in 2014, they paid 54 million dollars as part of a lawsuit about how they and other firms were conspiring not to outbid each other for takeovers. Uh, they were ripping off lots of stockholders of all sizes, but specifically for three companies that we love: Aramark mm-hmm. Concessions. AMC Theaters and Harrah's. How dare wow. you, Steve Bagliuca? Uh, also, 40% of Bain Capital's initial funding came from wealthy uh, Central Americans who funded death squads in El Salvador. And they also put both Toys R Us and KB Toys out of business. Which uh, inadvertently made Jeff Bezos even richer. So yeah. great. Thank Ooh. you very much, you fucking fucks. They All right. Uh, Sean. Their over under is 55 and a half. <laughs> that's 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 an under unless they get Nelly and then it's an over. Yeah. <laughs> um I think this team is not gonna be as bad as their vibes, though, as much as I'm dreaming of a Nelly when it feels this feels like uh, not to be a, like a Bill Simmons about it or whatever, but this feels like a real like rally around ourselves sort of shit you know what i mean Um, yeah yeah yeah. that being said i don't think they're gonna win 56 games yeah they just Um, don't have enough guys like i think they're really good the guys they have are really good yeah and if robert williams robert williams is fucking awesome i want i'm gonna say this right now i think robert williams is my second favorite boston celtic of all time of all time yeah it's nelly number one Okay, well, Nelly, I don't count because yeah, I didn't yeah. see him play. Larry Bird yeah. is number one, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but Robert Williams fucking rocks. I love Robert Williams. <laughs> um, so more than KG. Wait, yeah, well, I know Celtic I, KG is a Celtic KG thing. was kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of I get what you're saying. <laughs> Compared to classic KG? Yeah. Come on. Oh, man. Um, this is this is like, yeah. And I, I mean, I agree with you that Robert Williams was awesome, but also he uh, probably, I'm just, I'm worried he is going to rush back from this surgery as well, and he'll be on the team at, like, Thanksgiving, and then he'll be hurt again. In yeah. Let yeah. him rest till Christmas, guys. Yeah. Um. All right, Sean, that's our episode. Uh, is oh, there anything yeah. you would like to plug? This was a long one. This was a long one. Um, yeah, just, just uh, Golden Cinemine, Yard Barker, TikTok, at Sean Michael Keen on TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> lots, lots of great stuff. Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where... On 4-17-14, I tweeted, I can honestly say that I've never been happier in my life. I can't wait to announce what I have going on. And then I never tweeted whatever that announcement <laughs> was. Classic <laughs> um, Frankie. Sean, did you write a song? Uh, in honor of that blockbuster trade, I would like you to play uh, an old song 
that I wrote with uh, one of our most um, famous listeners, uh-huh. Kanye West. Yeah, uh-huh. it's called Harkless. Great. Um, that's why others now trust the process. Trust the process and uh, shut it down. Let's all let's all just commit to having better vibes. <laughs> yeah, man. On the blogs, I read the talk, rumors from Shams and then from Woj, expiring contracts, bought and sold to match the dough. The trade machine is so artless. How could you deal no heartless? Oh, how could you deal no heartless? How could you deal mo trading for a guy who's non-guaranteed, yo? Overshadowed by Wiggins for D-Lo. Gerson Ross is one of from Indochino. I mean, even if the deal was falling through. I mean, even if they want to pick Swap at 22. Hey, yo, Maurice, buddy, let's look on the bright side. Hey, yo, you didn't play with Haas on white side. Now you want to stretch for your gun to deal me. And in the buyout market, Mavs want to steal me. Only Al Farouk knows the real me. Visco into Powell's books, poor. And you feel me. On the blogs and read the talk, rumors from Shams and then the Woj. Expiring contracts bought and sold to match the dough. I gotta lease my apartment. How could you deal, Mohawkless? Oh, how could you deal, Mohawkless? How could you be so Daryl Mori? You're bringing up some matching rules that I don't know. Paul George's body got hella weak though Why you send me away for Marcus Moe? Singing the blues like Oladipo Winter in New York is so damn cold I won't stop sending texts to Coach Pop Cause I know they love me in San Antonio I wish this trade was still tentative I need to call my representative The Knicks ain't trying to be competitive They play like they're taking a sedative On the blocks I read the talk Rumors from Shams and then from Woj Expiring contracts bought and sold To match the dough They're waving Isaiah's carcass How could you deal Mohawk Less? How could you deal no heartless? Talking, talking, talking trade, chugging all the haterade. You can't trust Pat Patterson's knees. Need my bonus, I won't shoot threes. Sorry that I want to win. Sorry I kept my body thin. Sorry I'm not an evil twin. I know you didn't believe in Jerome Robinson. This whole thing makes me sick. I'm headed to the next. Getting on the flight. I read the talk. Rumors from Shams and then from Woj. Expiring contracts bought and sold to match the dough. They'll miss me when I've departed. How could you deal, Mohawk Less? Oh, how could you deal, Mohawk Less? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.